Why do you no, just, do just this do it. to me, Kyle? Ask for it later. I know it. Kyle, why do you do this we to me? We need three coasters. It's your great aunt Gloria. Why you do this to me, Kyle? All I ask for you is to buy some paper towels and you come home with bounty. You so, know this is a brawny house. Ohana? Ohana means everyone gets left behind. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Who, I, uh, where, where you come from, young man? I had sex with Lon Chaney Jr. in 1948. He was a real giver. Unlike the attitude you're giving me, Kyle, I don't appreciate it. Well. Steven, Steven, I can't, I can't see you. Steven, I can't see you. Follow, follow my voice. Steven, Steven, follow my voice. Follow my, don't, oh wait, no, we're not supposed to breathe. We're not supposed to breathe. Wait, who's that? Is someone talking? I think there's, I think there's wind coming. I think the wind is coming. Is there wind coming? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember if I'm supposed to not see or supposed to not breathe. You're not, you're not going to leave me behind, are you? I think something is, something is, uh. Something's occurring. I think, yeah, something's taking place. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's an event about to unfold. Something is on the precipice of happening. Mm. Mm, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it either. No. This is real rotten. The podcast where we watch movies underneath twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I am. One of your hosts, Nick Lyons. Hey, and this is Steven Ramirez, and I appreciate Kyle Katsumas there uh, on the ones and twos for being an excellent editor, because it's going to be necessary for this podcast. This is true, because it is 1.30 in the morning here, and we just watched the happening four times in a row. We need help. We couldn't get around it. Yep. We needed we needed that much to understand why. why? Just why. So many whys. So many whys. Why did we do this movie? Why did we put ourselves through that? And those are just two of the whys, but there's plenty more to come. Why not? Yeah. And then uh, also, why not rate us on iTunes? Yeah. So that uh, other people can hear us. Yeah, I like that segue. Yeah. But we did watch The Happening. We did. We did. We got over our uh, our holiday uh, 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 heroin binge, it seemed like, of, of just watching nonstop uh, cr- Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, uh, wintry movies. And uh, we finally got out of that lull and realized that nature wants to kill us. Yeah, this is episode 42. The year is 2019. And it's our first episode of the year. 2019. What up? And the movie we did was The Happening. From the writer and director of The Sixth Sense and Signs. Homeland Security and the CDC has reported attacks. Boston, Philadelphia. Maryland. White House officials claims the CIA has a defense against chemical weapons. Will this really be happening? It really is. Yeah, it really did happen, Mark. We did have to tell you it did happen. It happened to us multiple times, and we are still upset about it. Yeah, yeah. That was... was one of our main uh, one of our main questions during the entire film is this really happening? Yes, <laughs> and uh, the reason we did this movie is because M Night Shyamalan M Night has a new movie coming out. Oh yeah, called Glass. Ooh, I love me some Glass. Yes, I used to do Glass on the weekends, and now and then I finally like tailored it off to just a couple times a year. I love chewing it. I love spitting it. I love you know making it warm in a dishwasher. Oh, I love I love blowing on it with hot breath and then writing cool messages like "fuck you, Kyle." Wow. I'll see you see you in the morning. That's wow. what I write on his window later. Wow! Night. Whoa! Yeah. Oh wait, Kyle's here. Oh Kyle. hey there. You're using such harsh language. I'm gonna ask you to just tone it down a bit, there, son. Oh, yeah, language. Sorry. I would like to say we're also doing this movie because uh, Bird Box came out. Bird Box. Oh yeah, what movie is that? Is that a movie? Yeah, Stephen, can you describe Bird Box for us, please? Uh, it's 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 a coming of age story. Yeah, um, uh, I believe it stars Asa Butterfield. That's right so far. And uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling plays his estranged uncle, who was a former crack addict. Uh, decides to raise him uh in his in his old wood shop in uh rural Indiana. Yep, that's uh that's just about the same exact. It's it's basically the same movie. That's what you just said. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) 
Who wouldn't want to I see mean, that? I the, mean, the main difference is that it wasn't anything like that and that it was more like the happening than it was like whatever you just described. But, oh, really? Uh, so you're telling me that you have not seen Bird Box? As of, uh, as of this, this year, I have, uh, I have not seen the movie Bird Box. Netflix released numbers. 45 million streams on Bird Box, and you weren't one of them. That's, yeah. that's impressive. Never got the invite, you know. Uh, I, uh, I don't know what was going on in my household. Uh, I was also incapacitated for the couple of weeks, which is why uh, another excuse that I'll, that I'll throw out there of why we didn't do any podcasts yeah, since we didn't, uh, we 2018. Didn't, yeah, we didn't really. We didn't. We have been offline, you could say, for, for two, two and a half weeks. Plenty of reasons. Uh, that's good to be back. And sickness, scheduling, holidays. Drunkenness, shenanigans, Kyle. Those are yeah, all reasons. Hey, those are all reasons. The middle seasons of Parks and Rec needed to be rewatched, all right? I had priorities over uh, over this holiday break. So now it's time for Tomato Meter. Uh, we are going to do glass this week. Uh, what did last week? What did we do, Kyle? Last time we did. Oh, yeah, last time. Last time we did Holmes and Watson. Holmes and if, Watson. If I'm not mistaken. I do say so. I do, my good sir. My good sir. And so you guys were going to guess the over and under compared to... Step John's. Brothers. Step Brothers, yes. Yeah, the last John C. Riley Will yes. Ferrell combination. And so Stephen said under, and Nick, you went with over at a 55% for Step Brothers. Well, I, w- I was being optimistic. Let's be clear. I really didn't think it was going to be over. I don't know. It's fair gamble. So Tomato Beater for Holmes and Watson is... Eight percent. Wow. Eight percent. We should see it. We should just see it. It should be a live. Yeah, I a think live tape. It could be our first ever live recap podcast. Yeah, it might yeah. have to happen. I'm down. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm down for them to shoot bees and stuff. Unless uh, our our dear uh, dear fans tell us don't because it's it's literal eye cancer. Um, by all means, uh, tweet us. Uh, uh, send us. Send I don't us know a single Gmails. person that has seen it. So there you go. So. It could be good for all we know. Uh, yeah, you know. We I could, mean, eight percent—that—that's still eight out of ten people. Going, we could, we could be, going we could super be blind. nine to ten. Yeah, going in super blind. Um, well, you could have figured it was going to be under fifty-five and even lower than twenty-five. Yeah. Oh well, definitely. Oh, what, but what about Glass? This is the first actual movie that I was looking forward to in the new year. I'd say so. I think all of us were. Yeah, and so far, so far. What is it at, Kyle? 39. Fuck. 39%. Hot God damn it, M. Night. Cheese and crackers. Again, Cheese and crackers. I mean, only, only, only 28 <laughs> reviews in so far. Oh, okay. But, uh, only 28. Not a hot start, but... So let's, let's do an over-under on, on, uh, on 39%. The current status. On the yes. current status, it's going to go over. It'll definitely go over. It won't... I it's going to go higher? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the over on it. It's, it's not going to... I don't think it'll be certified fresh, unfortunately, but it'll be on the cusp. It's right, right there. It's like you you want to eat it, but you're taking a gamble. You're taking a shot of penicillin when you eat that tomato. No, I'm looking at the sample size, and uh, as a person who took honor statistics and got a B in college. Wow, high achievement. Just saying. Damn. I am going to take the under. Damn. I think it's going to end up like right around a 36. (sighs) That's unfortunate. what's What's up with the trend nowadays of the third movies being the weakest? I don't get it. I mean, that's always kind of been a thing. It's actually it's more, often, it's, more often than not the third. It's like the last, the like, oh, we're already used to this already. It's debatable because I feel like uh, almost all the good movies, uh, you know, Return of the Jedi, strong movie, if not the strongest of the three. Um, uh, shut no. up, shut up. <laughs> it is my shut favorite up. movie, but I will argue that. Godfather Part 3, I think, started this trend. Once Godfather Part 3 hit the shelves, then uh, people are like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't see the third part of any movie. Spider-Man 3, terrible. Some people yeah. like some people like the third Indiana Jones more. Fuck that for sure is the best one. Not yep. even close. Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, for sure. nope. I think I am a you fan of the third. You Indiana like Jones. Temple of Doom? No, right. I like Last Crusade. Okay, all right. Fine. No, Karen Allen. No, Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery ruined that movie. Oh, okay, sure. They slept with the same woman. Weird, weird movie. That's she know. was. It was all part of her plan, though. Yeah, she was a German. She was. We're getting a off topic. Dirty Nazi. <laughs> yeah, she didn't. They didn't sleep with each other. Only, only Indy did. Other third. No, you don't know that. What other? Mm. What other sequels? Or Sean Connery's a sexy. Bastard. Thirds. Uh, uh, Thirds. Transformers three. Bad. Hangover three. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean three. Bad. Yeah. Hangover three. I can't terrible. think of any thirds that are. Well, you can't count pirates because it was they. They continue past the third. With, with no, you uh, can still count it. Jack Sparrow. Star Wars can p- continue ooh, past ooh, three. Ooh, uh, Avengers Infinity War is pretty good. 
Right. Is that the third right. one? That is the third Avengers. Really? But there's going to be four. It's a four part. It's a four series movie. That's but what it's I'm the saying. The third one. Oh, it's so you wanted like the the finale. trilogies. Trilogies. I'm only talking trilogies. about trilogies. Trilogy movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess we could assume that it was going to be worse than the first and second. So so it's not that surprising. Yeah. I don't know. I think I was, it's good, I was, partly I'm, because of expectations. I'm just optimistic. Uh, uh, it's a solid storyline. He he hit two or three out of, two out of three out of the park. So I'm I'm betting on those statistics there, sir. It's got a good cast. It's got a strong cast. I don't know about the plot. I I'm, don't know what the trailer's trying to sell me. I don't think M Knight's a good writer. We're going to get into this. Yes, <sighs> we're going to get into this. Okay. Well, uh, let's let's move on then. So I took uh, I took the under. Stephen took the over, and. Uh, I just want to talk about one little bit of movie news before we go. The Globin Globe, the Globin Globes, globed it up in the golden circle. Hooray! Okay, so the Golden Globes happened, and Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody won Best Drama. No one cares. Everybody cares. No, they don't. It Everybody doesn't mean cares. anything. This is leading towards the Oscars. I'm considering Bohemian Rhapsody as my favorite movie of the year right now. Yeah, because actually, we should be happy on this podcast because it is the worst reviewed movie to ever win the best picture at the at the golden globes that doesn't mean much though man it doesn't mean much that's no it doesn't really mean anything i just it still it still matters because that is ridiculous yeah i don't know it's 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 just upsetting to me still and it's been over a week (sighs) or it feels like a week it's just a bad year that's what everybody's saying it's just a bad year everybody's saying it's a good year what they're yeah. no it's, it's a good year it's a, it's a good year in a different way I we're think going to do our we're going to do our fresh episode before oscars coming up where we uh where we actually talk about good movies but yeah it's going to be 20 minutes long it's going to be great but i just wanted to mention that um who's your pick for best picture i can't i can't even say it make, i've only make it make a choice right it's going to be star is born that's the only fucking one that i've that i've seen that would be a contender right you now. might want to put some money on that it's two to one yeah i know it's two to one. I know. I, you might. I might take the favorite for the twenty-five to one odds. You know, might get that. Might get that major, a major bet. Nominations aren't out, are they? No, no they, uh, they come out Martin Luther King weekend. Yep, he is correct. But enough about good movies. Ray, we're going to talk about the happening. Best picture: Three Perfect Strangers, Three Identical Strangers. Now that's a hot take. This is his second worst movie, third worst movie. Kyle, fact check. This is second worst. His worst. His worst is obviously last Airbender. Airbender. Second would be Lady in the Water was twenty five. Yeah, the happening, and then this. Okay, yeah, this is this is M Night Shyamalan's second worst movie at eighteen percent. Rotten Tomatoes blurb says, "The happening begins with promise, but unfortunately descends into incoherent, unconvincing trifle." Trifle. Yep. Trifling ass movie. Trifling sons of bitches. I agree with this uh this uh one sentence. It's not often that you see like literally one sentence from from the RTs. Top three worst movies. The last airbender happening and after earth. Oh yeah, after earth. Yeah. What was after earth? After earth was eleven percent. Oh, oh so, so, no, so this, this is the third, third worst. Shit, I fucked it up. I fucked it all up. Again. This might be worse than After Earth. You think so? I haven't seen After Earth. I've at all. seen After Earth and it's just not a good movie. This is like an actively bad movie. Yeah, it's sort of like quasi-intentional, it feels like. I don't know. This movie could be... Did After Earth feel like that sort of movie? Where no, it, it didn't feel like intentionally campy. It wanted to be its be serious. It, it wanted to be like a father-son adventure type movie. So do you think the, the After Earth movie is a follow-up to The Happening? Definitely not. Why? It's it sort of evolved. It went from plants to, to animals, correct? Animals hate humans to... To plants hate humans? You're ruining a future podcast. I don't know. All of them are blocked out of my memory. No, that was the whole part of the trailer, Kyle. It was Will Smith telling Jaden Smith, beware, they, they yeah, have... They, uh, you they, know, this they, could, they, that the animals could, don't it, like them. It could be a spiritual spiritual sequel. Sure. M. Night would take one of his worst movies and be like, I'm going to make a spiritual sequel to this movie. And then just get Will Smith and his son. That's uh... It was before Jaden became woke. Yeah, this is pre-woke Jaden. Pre-woke Jaden. This was when he allegedly wanted to be a, a movie star after uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Did you have a favorite blurb? Yeah, I did. I did have a favorite blurb. It was uh, <clears throat> from good old Maura McDonald of the Seattle Times. Uh, the screenplay is a mess filled with unfunny moments of intended humor and funny moments of unintended humor. 
Couldn't agree more. You know, after watching the movie, I agree with that, Blair. Yeah, it's a perfect statement about this movie. The When it wanted to be serious, it was hilarious. When it wanted to be hilarious, it was... Man, yeah, before before I rewatched it, I, I chose Ty Burr's, which was, you feel like you're not watching the end of the world, but the end of a career. Obviously wrong. Uh, but nice try, Ty. Hey, you know, he he was reaching. Good good for him to reach. Now it's time for our favorite game. Aw, Gbert with Ebert. Aw, I love these rare games that are happening more and more. Aw, Gbert. What did, what did... Is that how we feel about it? And that's definitely how we feel about it because, like, like head on my hands, like G or head in my hands, G Bert, like, I, I, unbelievable. Yeah, you know how they have the ratings in some of the uh, newspapers where it's like the guy asleep in it, the cartoon guy asleep in his chair, the cartoon guy watching, the cartoon guy clapping, and the cartoon guy with like popcorn. Yeah, yeah. This this is like head in hands, Ebert rating yeah like he's got a he's got a bottle of hooch like in between his legs like super depressed on why like why did i ever witness this film yeah he said he found this movie oddly touching and it's no doubt too thoughtful for the summer action season but i appreciate the quiet realistic way Shyamalan finds a way to tell the story about the death of man and then he said the performances of Wahlberg and Deschanel bring a quiet dignity to their characters un Believable. How the what the fuck was he watching? I have no idea what movie he was watching. I don't understand what's going on. It's did Roger Ebert take edibles before watching movies? He's probably on some painkillers, unfortunately. It could yeah, have been later. Is, it could have been the later life, Roger. Later Ebert. in life, Roger Ebert, where he had where he had to take painkillers to cope uh, with his uh, ailments. I could I could imagine liking this movie on painkillers. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little promethazine. I mean, maybe a little uh, a little this, a little that. I mean, it's happening. Feeling quite all right. It's happening. But now it's time to get into it. Don't do drugs, kids. Time to talk about the movie. But first, a commercial break. This is Real Rotten, brought to you by Safeway Select Barbecue Sauce. Good enough to cover your store-bought cocktail wieners. Buy them today for the Super Bowl. And we're back! And now it's time for the two-minute recap. It's the two-minute recap. The first of 2019. But it's just one minute this time. We're coming to you live from the uh, Real Rotten Studios, by the way, in our kitchen, a.k.a. the Shred- Shredquarters. The Shreditorium. Lock it back up. Ready? Yep. <laughs> Leave it in, Kyle. <laughs> Five. Four. It all began in Central Park in New York, New York. And people were just going around knitting and talking and walking, and the dogs were barking. And uh, all of a sudden, people stop. And then they start to murder themselves. First, there's a lady sticking a knitting needle into her neck. Then people are jumping off the building. And then <laughs> and then uh, it leads to Mark Wahlberg, who's a scientist at a high school. And he and Zoe Deschanel and John Leguizamo escape. And they try to get away from it, but they don't. So they end up in the middle of Pennsylvania, um, stranded, and they go from house to house, uh, trying to seek shelter away from the evil toxins that are spreading throughout the throughout the air, which is causing people to off themselves. Uh, they stumble upon a hermit lady um, after unsuccessfully trying to gain a house um, for the next twenty minutes. The wind finally comes and takes the old lady out and tries to take Mart Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel out, but their love is just too strong and they survive. And then the happening ends. Yeah, see, that's why I took so long in the beginning is because I knew that the totally. ending, the ending wouldn't take that long. Oh yeah, explain. totally. That's exactly what you did. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. intentional. Yeah, totally intentional. Everything is planned on this podcast to a T, to a motherfucking T. This is all planned. So the happening is the movie we watched, and uh, we we're gonna keep saying the happening over and over because in the movie it was said twenty five times at least. It felt like more because no one knows what was happening, man. Yeah. That's the only language they know. I feel like it was. I feel like it was more than that. I don't know. But yeah. But basically, what we said was, was iterations was of what happening. happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was happened. What's going to happen? What happened? It happened. You know, all it, the. All it the, was. Yeah, it was them those. just moving like small incremental distances at a time. Yeah. So it's like twenty miles, and then ten miles one way, and then five miles another way, and then three miles another way, and then they split up, and then it's another two miles one way. And it was just that it all took place like in a 15 mile radius. It feels like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with all nothing in. actually happening. Like the happening was actually nothing happening, happening 
all in bumbling town, Pennsylvania, or yeah, whatever. Mark Wahlberg, like M Night. Come on, you can write about a different place than Philadelphia. <sighs> he loves it too much. Yeah, I feel like uh, so he he shot this movie around to jump ahead to the trivia a little bit. He he shot this movie around a lot, and a lot of studios turned it down. Yeah, and he got a bunch of notes. So then he went back to Pennsylvania and rewrote it like this. What was it? Can he take a hint? Yeah. What was it before that made him go back and redo before it? Before it was called the Green Effect. Mm. All right. So first of all, the all happening right, is is <laughs> arguably a better title than that. Yeah, definitely is better than the Green Effect. Kyle, give us some more facts here, brother. Time for the facts with Kyle, brother. Hey, um, hey, it's Kyle's uh, fact fact corner. Hey, brought Kyle. to you by uh, uh, Sport Grinds. As you might notice, uh, Kjax is not here, so no challenges will be happening this episode. The only challenge is. Uh, should we survive without him? I would have been willing to do a challenge, but I was never asked. But it's fine. Yeah, you do. You, oh, you want a challenge? You want a challenge? You want a double dog dare? No. You do. Uh, you do next, ten, next podcast. You do ten push-ups every ten-minute increments. So starting now. Oh my now. god, that is <laughs> so easy. <laughs> All right. Okay. It sounds like he accepted your challenge. It sounds like we're gonna have a nice three-hour podcast, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We should just keep going. <laughs> uh, next time. So we did the happening. Uh, released June thirteenth. What movie did we do? The Happening. What is it though? We just had the two minute or one minute recap. We don't need to go over it again. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, released June thirteenth, two thousand eight. Rated R. Hey, Fun M Night's M which I don't know why. First rated R movie. I think because he wanted all the egregious violence. I think that's the only way he could get away. I with think it. that could have been PG thirteen violence. No, definitely. Sh- when they're shotgunning a toddler and they're uh, and the, the people are jumping off of buildings, he's and, a teenager. And I think that lawn, all still lawnmower fits death, in. stabbing herself with the with I the knitting. I think the knitting needle in the neck is the only thing that you know, I think pushed it over needle, the line. It's not a knitting needle. It's in her hair, and she's not even that. knitting. She's reading even, a book. It's not even that gory, and the, there's like hardly any cussing. Yeah, there, Zoe the, the Deschanel saying the lions ripping off the 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 dude's arms. You saw that one part. time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's pretty egregious. That's not PG thirteen material. I think I'm it sorry. is PG thirteen. That's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood. I'm just saying. I, actually, blood is the marker between PG thirteen and R, right? Yeah. So that's why in X Men before it was rated R, no blood, but lots of death. And then after three hours, Logan comes out. Yeah, and everybody just, just just chopping heads off. He probably thought maybe he could rate a PG thirteen because I remember the script really being no cussing, no like inappropriate. There language, was no cu- really. They, why didn't he just go off on like the fuck bombs? It, it would have made it better. He should have made Marky Mark dumber. Okay, let's we'll talk about <laughs> it after. Cow, keep continue with your facts. Uh, Ninety-one minutes, hour and a half. Perfect. That was the best. Perfect timing. That was yep, the best thing. Thank about God. It. Uh, keywords, nature. It was still too long, actually. <laughs> about <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes too long. <laughs> we got a half hour in, and I was like, is it almost done? Uh, nature. Uh, these are keywords, sorry. Uh, keywords, nature, science teacher. Wow. Boston, Massachusetts. Which was wow. mentioned once in this entire film. I, I think it's just add. because of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it's because more. Eco-horror. Nice. That makes sense. Yeah. Man versus nature. Yeah. Uh, taglines. We've sensed it. We've seen the signs. Now, it's happening. Hey, that's pretty creative. Yeah, actually, that's not a bad tagline. Huge promotional yeah. tagline. Yeah, it's yeah. really just like you're about to see an M Night Shyamalan masterpiece. As soon as he finished the script, he's like, "Let me have this tagline here real quick." That's my little signatario to the to the community. Yeah, I don't think it's as as good as mine. That mine was, uh, "We thought we were unbreakable. We built our the village." But now it's happening. <laughs> we built our the village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not called village. <laughs> nice. Nicely. Steven, nicely did you have a tagline? Horrific. Yeah, it's the best one ever. On June on June 13th, it happens. Boom. That's it. Yep. Suicide. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> That's every, terrible. everybody kills themselves. Budget. We had a budget of $48 million. Ooh. Wow. What's yeah. our take? I would have thought that Marky Mark would be at least $48 million alone. No, he was, he was probably <laughs> yeah. he was probably solid 15 of this. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, definitely. Then we had a $64 million. Profit? Profit from the U.S. Not profit, but I mean, yeah. I guess profit, yeah. So far. But Total. then, but then yeah. you take it to the world. And, 163. And they dominate in the world. Somehow. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh, dialogue, I think. And it's pretty yeah. simple dialogue, so it's easily translatable across across many yeah, la- pretty languages. Terrible dialogue. 
You know, people in Lithuania were going crazy over this movie. Yeah, they're just like, "What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" But they're saying in Lithuanian, of course. Yeah, not even going to attempt that. But you know who can attempt that? We'll go to our correspondents on the East Coast. It is his fifth highest grossing movie. Wow! Just saying. Out of what eight movies? Uh, yeah, like eleven. <laughs> What's his highest grossing? Six cents. The six cents. $293 million Makes sense. Adjusted. Oh, let's see what I did there. The sign that big. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I should have seen the sign right before you said that. And then I would have split your head open <laughs> because the airbender. <laughs> no. <laughs> could, well, Kyle, I found lost. that lady in the water <laughs> that you drowned a week ago. Uh, so up, Carl is now time for Nikki and Stevie's uh, way to improve the, the movies better with with the budget. And hey, hey, this is Stevie. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm uh, Nikki. I'm your I'm uh, Stevie's brother. Uh, that's that's what they say. Or I'm a cousin of Nick. You know, well, we're, we're gonna go on more next week to prove that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna talk about this movie that's happening. What a piece of garbage! You oh know? my god, I've seen big eight pieces of garbage floating in the uh, floating in the ocean. I thought I did, but it turns out this is piece of, biggest piece of garbage. Yeah, I've seen worse. I've seen worse garbage floating in the East River near Coney Island a bit. Yeah. Oh, we it, used to play on that garbage. That yeah. was a fun, uh, football, fun it's playground. Fun radioactive all garbage. That, uh, all those needles we found. That's oh, those how fun. That's how I grew an index finger from my chest. Anyways. Let's move on to this movie. It's a piece of garbage because it takes place in Philadelphia. Let's get that out of the way. New York football giants till I die. Um, uh, I can't believe that's why they fucking target New York. They're always fucking targeting New York. Why not just target Philadelphia right off the bat? Fucking Rocky. Fucking Eagles. Fuck them. The worst. The worst. Nicky, how could you make this piece of garbage a little bit better? Oh, I think that uh, the way to save this movie some money, the easiest way to save this movie some I mean, it's, it's, it's right off the bat. It's simple. It's easy. You make the trees people. Okay? Mm. No trees. No actual trees. You pay people to be trees, and then they, they murder people. So we're talking about the, the, the mythical creatures from the Lord of the Rings franchise. Yes, we're talking, we're talking a lot of CGI. A lot, a lot of CGI, CGI people. But uh, everybody knows CGI is cheaper than hiring trees to do the jobs, you know? I don't know about that. We got some day laborers down at the docks out dressed up in tree uniforms yeah, for about too, a hoagie and $25. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Butterfuco. Jimmy, Jimmy Butterfuco and Jimmy the Butterfuco clan. You got, <laughs> you got Marky, David, Ronnie, Johnny, Ryan, Timmy, uh, uh, Jamal. Cheapest sons of bitches I've ever met. Cheapest sons of bitches. And then the sisters, Carrie, how would Carrie, you, how Mary, would you? Carrie, Mary, Katie, Donna, Karen, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and Portia. Portia's your wife. How do you forget her name so quickly? I, I, she hit me over the head with a frying pan. How, Anyways, would, you, how would you say this? Anyway, so let's move on a little bit. Did you always save this movie, somebody's? Uh, uh, you you just take the script of that M. Night Shyamalan's writing. You you get in your little cheap time machine that you buy off the internet that I bought before. You you go back to 2007. You take the script out of M. Night Shyamalan's hands. You beat him over the head with it, and then you burn it. That's that's how you save this movie somebody by never getting it made. Yeah. Back to you. Thanks thanks for nothing, Nick and Steven. Well, we we should probably talk to Stevie about. His access to a time machine. I feel like he's not the safest person to be in control of a time I don't machine. Know, I don't know what sort of budget he has to save money by always using a time machine. But yeah, I think he, that he, just means drinking. That, that might be his third time using a time machine. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's all about um, either, either he does have this machine and, and he somehow perhaps constructed it out of this uh, radioactive uh, garbage. Yeah, I'm beginning to wonder why we go to them because they can't be that successful if they are, if they are constantly... Talking about very expensive things. I think they have serious uh, alcohol problems, but you know it's it's football season. Uh, it just ended for them, so hopefully they get get off that wagon. Yep. Let's get trivial. Okay. What are our favorite trivia's? I know my favorite. It's the shortest M Night film that's of the, his career. That's the best part of our minutes. show. Of of this show is that um, for all the terrible qualities that every these time we have, our favorite our favorite bad movies are the ones under ninety five minutes. Definitely. Definitely. This and this even isn't our favorite, but just the just the fact that it runs under ninety five is is a positive note. Um, my favorite is that M Night Sha- Shyamalan decided to completely shoot this in sequence, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. It actually does kind of make sense. There was no flashbacks. There was nothing in like the same location later on. 
so he could do this and didn't cost him that much more money. He did have to worry about, you know, but did he do it that makeup. way? <laughs> yeah. Did he go back and forth in certain areas or he's just I mean, like, he we shouldn't re- field tomorrow. I mean, he, he didn't really have to. But then we're back in the, the field. Thing. Yeah. The only time he had to go Such back to Phil- he had to go back to Philadelphia to shoot the uh, pregnancy scene. And they they yeah. were yeah, Mark Wahlberg was probably just like I go back to Philly. He's like, "Why didn't we just do this earlier?" Yeah. Yeah, like a real professional. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it was his little artistic way of doing it. Um, it's just weird, you know? That's just my biggest thing. It's just, it's just weird. I, everyone thinks that everyone shoots a movie in sequence outside of the outside of movie makers, but uh, yeah, it's it. I scratch my head and wonder why. Just there, why? There are some other trivia's that I like that we can we can bring up later. Kyle, did you have a favorite trivia? Uh, it was his first rated R movie, and I think it's his only rated R movie. Mm, no, I'm trying to find other ones. Oh, Devil. Yeah. Right. Well, he didn't technically do Devil, but producer. Yeah. He wrote Devil. He wrote it. Which wasn't a bad movie. I didn't watch it. I did not watch that's it. The, that's, the it that's the elevator. That's the elevator one, right? Yeah, I heard it wasn't terrible. Did we mention this was shot in 44 days? 44 days. Mm. 44 days. Seems like a long time for this. 44 days in sequence, by the way. That's a that's, that's a why I took that's why I took 44 days. That's an achievement. Kyle, give us some more facts. Uh Amy Adams was considered to play Alma, but declined. Thank God. <laughs> I think she would have she would have saved the movie. She would have improved really? this movie. Yeah. She would have I think no. the script was terrible. No, I don't yeah, think no, who, she, whoever you no, put Mark in Wahlberg those roles. came out and said that she dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just incredible. <laughs> yeah. Shortly after this movie was released, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's character is named Alma in real life. Mark Wahlberg's mother's name is Alma. I think Mark Wahlberg's. That's probably mom. Mark Wahlberg influence right there. He yeah. just wanted to kiss somebody that had his mother's <laughs> <Yeah>. name. <laughs> mom. Uh, mom. The tagline. <laughs> the tagline, it's happening, was also used in M. Night Shyamalan signs. Is that. See, We've this, seen the signs. This, this falls into the. This falls into what is a tagline? Ca- Category. Oh wow, that's some interesting trivia. I didn't know that. So the same tagline is used in signs, like that's the full. We, yeah, but we is, is that, that a tagline? Isn't that happening? Isn't that not? No, it's just it's just it's happening. Yeah, the tagline "It's happening" was also which used is something in M. people Shyamalan say signs. in fucking movies. Oh, I, I, it's not a tagline. Oh, at all. oh, not the not the tagline that they utilize. So that's a terrible trivia. Okay, okay well, we'll M, we know that M Night. <laughs> One of two people found that interesting. We know that M, <laughs> we know that M Night directed and wrote this. Okay. Yeah. What were some of the other ones, Kyle? Other workers. What's the <laughs> work? Cast. What? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Who is the cinematographer? Is what I'm trying to say. Tak Fujimoto. Our boy Tak. Tak Fujimoto. It's a legendary. I was yeah. I was kind of shocked when I when I saw this. But the movie didn't look bad. It didn't look great though. It didn't look. It's poor choice of uh. It's poor choice of uh, close ups. Yeah, no, That's the it worst was part of yeah, this film. I think, which is thirty nine percent of this film. I think they just chose the wrong cuts. They probably got the right shots, but chose the wrong cuts. No, they're just terrible shots. Badly. The I extreme close ups. I think the extreme close ups were a little shooting ahead of, from the chin up. A little ahead of their time. No, they're behind the times because that's what they did in the 60s. Which no, extreme close-ups are back. Fucking yeah. Mo- Moonlight, Beale Street. That's Barry Jenkins, though. It's a different sort of thing. Those are close-ups. Those aren't extreme close-ups. No, he gets shoulder I think, down. I think extreme... No, those are extreme close-ups. Extreme close-ups are back. No. I'm convinced. Not, but well, but he also, didn't work in this movie. He was director of photography on Silence of the Lambs, Sixth Sense, Maturing Candidate, Gladiator, Ferris Bueller, Philadelphia... The replacement and the replacement, which you I gotta put in there. That. Yeah. I put in there just because you have to. Future contender, if only it's a little bit too high. Oh, it's unfortunate. Hall of Fame movie, uh, but yeah, it's it's just crazy that the guy that did Silence of the Lambs uh, also did the happening. Uh, yeah. Well, the, it just shows you that a cinematographer can't save your movie, but can improve your movie. Well, yeah. shit. That when you think about it, this guy does a lot of uh, uh, close-ups. Uh, there's a lot in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the There's Lambs. a lot in Gladiator, in Ferris Bueller, um, Philadelphia for sure. He works with Jonathan yeah. Demme a lot. Um, I still, I don't think it looked bad at all. So it didn't. Uh, we have to mention the music because Stephen has a fit with the music. Score, fantastic <laughs> score by yeah. James Newton Howard. It just did not fit. It was a, it was a uh, square peg in a round hole. That's that's for damn sure. Yeah. It didn't work. It it was it was it was abrupt, and I know it was intentional, and I know it was uh, in uh, you know, for all good reasons, uh, homage to the 
'60s movies. It was a little too leading. A little bit too much. Yeah. But, but otherwise, I didn't really wow think about it. Yeah. Whatever. The editor for this film also did Titanic, Terminator Two, The Abyss. He's James days. Cameron's guy. Yeah. yeah. His name is Conrad Buff. Well, this was, yeah, this was when James Cameron wasn't wasn't working too much. So sitting on that uh, Avatar, yeah, he already had that. All he was just like, this is when this is two, right before, two, yeah, two thousand six from to now <laughs> was James Cameron just thinking about Avatar and Avatar alone. Yeah, weirdo. He did some make the fucking later. movies, put them out. We don't care anymore. God damn it, Kyle, tell him. Tell James Cameron. This is the segment called Kyle Tells James Cameron. Yeah, when's the last? Kyle J- tells James Cameron. <laughs> what is what is James Cameron's last work? Yeah, Avatar. You tell that him, was his Kyle. last work Kyle, ten years ago. Him. Seriously, he hasn't done anything no, like not even. He's too busy so. doing Avatars two through ten. Yeah, this is true. We don't have time for that. It's time for. Are you for real? Finally, and the nominees are. The opening classroom talk with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jake, and whoever Jake, Jake is. Talking about honeybees and how Jake's such a honeybee. Yep. And then uh, that's the old lady going crazy in her own house. Yep. And then we just got the general intelligence of every character in this movie. That's definitely on there. Uh, we have Outrunning the Wind. Is that possible? The answer is no. And then uh, the actual murder of teenage boys. Yeah. Brief, but... Uh, We're the only two that actually got killed in this movie. Yeah, two actual murders instead of suicide. Murders. Straight up murders. Straight up moita. Did they reveal that person? I'm sorry. I like, no, walked away. Nope. Yeah, so they just Told went to, to that away. house and walked away. Yeah, okay. yeah, or else they were going to get shot in the chest. <laughs> yeah, that's why M. Night played those two characters, too. Yeah. And Joey. Yeah, and Joey. Joey. Random uh, adulterer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just creepazoid. Coveting that woman's umbrella. Uh, what stands out to you as the, the most egregious part of this movie, Stephen? Uh, I mean, we'll talk about it later. Uh, it's definitely... Uh, Aside from this, the script. The overall intelligence of the characters, well, it stands out, but we can talk about more, uh, more of when that we get to the character part. later. Um, it's, I'll say the opening classroom conversation, because it seems like Mark Wahlberg just found out about these honeybees, and he's generally ter- terrified and... Sort of knows an answer, but he's trying to let high school kids answer, and then he lets the sexy kid answer, uh, eggs him on, and then tells him he's beautiful and yeah. just messes with them, sort of. Not really. I don't understand any of it. I also no. don't understand most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good as like sensationalizing suicide. I mean, but that's the whole point, I guess. What, what, yeah, the but plans that was like the only part of the movie. I guess it's my same problem with like Bird Box. It's like, what the fuck is the point of any of this? Would would it be better if they, if they were uh, forced to kill other people? Like like the plants told them to kill others? Would that have been a better movie? Like a zombie sort of style movie? That would have been intense. Because then you would that would have created more suspense, for sure. That's sort of the premise of Pontypool, which is this Canadian like zombie sort of movie um, where language... Uh, triggered people to go insane. So it's and then it just formed. They just basically formed into zombies. Which it's is like a, and a mom and dad, the Nicolas Cage movie this year that came out. Oh, is that the same thing? Uh, where parents want to kill their kids. Oh, wow. Ah, yeah, it's supposed to be real what? fucked up. Yeah, yeah. that's on a uh, that's uh, that's strange. Yeah, that and Mandy are the two Nick Cage movies that are just super oh, fucked up this year that you should see. Oh, and uh, and and Spider Verse. That's kind of fucked up too. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Outrunning the Wind though as the most ridiculous part of this movie. <laughs> I, Definitely, I just, I, it, it was really indiscriminate of where the wind was and who was gonna die from the wind. That that I needed more concrete. The one thing Bird Box did differently is that Bird Box showed like at least swirls of little cyclones. So you knew that like the wind was right there, right in front of the person, and then their eyes would change color. Here it was just like, yeah, a general b- breeze would blow through, yeah, they, and then you'd estab- stop, yeah. and then you'd be like, "Time to kill myself." They never really established some sort of like area to run from. It was like, and then they all met in the middle yeah. in the in the field. <laughs> like, what do we do now? <laughs> it was just- and I thought I I don't remember it being by like the size of your population being like the reason that. The plans for killing no, you? Yeah, that was something that was something that I caught on after after the fact. But it makes sense. I guess. I mean, yeah, it, they were just fine. I mean, I guess. Yeah. That's why I went to the what Northeast. The, the Northeast then, is and, the most concentrated and then, population. And then Mark Wahlberg had like a pin in me in the middle of the field when they were panicking on which way to run. And then he's like, it's the plants. Yeah. Maybe it is it's, the plants. Well, because the guy told him earlier, but it, he but he didn't really get that. Like, oh, yeah, crazy guy. Yeah. He only, yeah, the hot dog lover. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, really I think we need to get to the characters because the the characters are really like the the heart and soul of this movie. And by heart and soul, I mean like the three times two small heart and the soulless part yeah. of the movie. It was. It's just phenomenal. Who was in this movie, Kyle? We had Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. Surprising. Yeah. Wow. Zoe Deschanel. Great. You think you're better than me? <laughs> you think if I can, if I, if I can, th- think you're tired. You think if I fucking bother me, you're fucking quat? Are you a quat? Sorry, go on. Oh, I'm Zuri J. Chanel. so awkward. <laughs> My eyes are huge. My eyes are huge, and I don't know how to sing properly. My pupils are real small. I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> John. <laughs> I get a fucking John Luigi Lu- Luigi no. Yeah, Luigi, Luigi was on- yeah, <laughs> no. Luigi from Leguizamo. Super Mario Bros. Yeah, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yeah. John Leguizamo. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jeremy Strong. Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck, also known as Cameron, Cameron. Paris Bueller. Paris Bueller. Uh, Spencer Breslin. Spencer Breslin, also yep. known as the kid from The Kid. Yeah, also in uh, Santa Claus 2, the second head elf. Oh, wow. The one that really fucked Fun it fact. up. Ashlyn Sanchez. She was the child. The Yeah, the young young daughter, Jess. There was a lot of, I would say, there's only two main characters in this movie. Three main characters in this movie. Yeah. Um, everybody else had a relatively short time. Like, I forgot that John Leguizamo was gone almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. He's He, he has a short fate in this film. Unfortunate. I know. He, he carries this movie. He yeah. carries this movie up until his death. Let's just talk about the first person that doesn't work. We'll say it on three. One, two, three. Zoe Mark Deschanel. Wahlberg. <laughs> no, that's a given. Mark Wahlberg's terrible. For this I know. Movie. That's why we got to talk about him. It's I still so feel like it doesn't matter who you put in that role. I think. I feel like somebody could have made that movie work. Yeah, there was a bad, okay, a couple quick, bad acting directions from Mark okay, Wahlberg. Okay, quick, yeah. quick recast right now. Go. No, uh, I thought. We, okay, yeah. This is 2008. We're thinking thinking about yeah, yeah 2008, who's, 2008. Who's so who who's on the who's on the way up? Who can uh, who or who who was established at the time? Steve Carell. Steve Carell would have been way better than Mark Wahlberg in this movie. I would I would at least believe him as a science teacher, and he can play a dramatic role. Yeah, it'd be a nice jump off for him, like right in the office, right after the end of the office, just about. Ryan Gosling, get out. <laughs> This no. is about the same. Get out. Jordan Peele. It should have been Jordan Peele. No, uh, yeah, Bradley so Whitford. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah. I think Bradley Cooper plays this role better. <laughs> this is 2008. This is right before. Yeah. Well, right no, before he, he was. He was kind of peeking right yeah, around. Yeah. Hangover, Hangover. With, but that was the same year. Oh eight. Yeah. But so, could you, I wouldn't buy him as a science teacher as much as I was buy Mark Wahlberg. I'd buy him as a science teacher. Mark Wahlberg didn't sound like he knew what he was talking about the entire time. Yeah, not at all. Then I don't think Bradley Cooper knew what and he was, was like talking about scared. the entire time too. <laughs> just I acted don't understand. Scared. Yeah, I, he's just acted like Roger uh, Ebert. What did you see in Mark he, Wahlberg's performance or Zoe Deschanel? Can we bring that up now? Okay. It's like it's, Zoe wasn't bad. Though. She was awful in this role. It's amazing how no, she yeah, was such a bad. great actress in between this film, but this movie was trash. She, she had no emotions. The 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 consensus well, I saw was, on the internet. That, that's what uh, M Night told her to not to have. No way. Through the character. Well, the she character doesn't like itself, showing, she doesn't, she doesn't like showing emotions. No, but even still, it was it was so like it, it was as if she. This is the internet consensus. It was as if she was an alien wearing human skin, a la Vincent D'Onofrio, Men in Black. That's what it felt like. It was like, oh, this is how a human is supposed to act. Hello, <laughs> human. You know? Yeah, she wasn't great. No. Yeah, thank you. No, but, not but at all. I, I think this all comes from M. Night. I don't think so. I just... Like, it, no, this was badly written. You should have brought back it's Bruce. Ba- it should have brought back Bruce. As who? As, as Mark Wahlberg. As Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe Bruce Willis as a science teacher, actually. No, I would not believe Bruce Willis as a science teacher. I would. I, look, would I, I would definitely. Look, you got protozoa. <laughs> you got mitochondria. What do you, what do you need to know? He w- there would have been more guns involved, though, so that would have been the issue. You mean his guns? His, yeah. Yo, his yo. 22-inch Which may, may, may have you know, filled the rated R rating for this movie. Yeah, he would have said a couple fucks. We yeah. needed a couple fucks in Yippee there. Yippee-ki-yays, you know? Hey, get the fuck out of here. I I think Mark Wahlberg was worse than Zoe Deschanel though. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I think that I did too. I, well, it's not necessary. It's not so much fair as it is a given. It was like, just Mark Wahlberg it, was egregiously it, it, bad the, in this the, film. The, but the but it, makes, it makes me yeah. So every line was delivered badly, but 
when they're said like that, it makes it seem less genuine, which makes it seem like the writing was bad first. Yes, I, you I can first blame the writing, but you can also blame I'm blaming, the actors I'm for blaming not the writing. saving the writing. I think horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Okay, who was actually good in this movie? John Leguizamo, without question. Carried this movie up until his death about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, he, he, he was a good, I believed him as a math teacher. He's a great serious actor. Yeah, he and he's good at jumping back and forth between the tones that this movie could not fucking decide upon, like what the tone of this movie was. When he had a funny line, he'd deliver it. I thought his his daughter Jess, the the other the third main character, I thought she was the best main character. She wasn't terrible. She didn't have to say anything, yep. of course, and she just had to cry a, a little bit. Yep. But that was about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, she she nailed it. She did great. She uh, did great. That character they could have made that character younger because she basically did nothing in this movie. The old lady was like. pretty good. I thought, the, like I thought the crazy old lady. Yeah. Was the the next best character? Who was that? That was Betty Buckley. The old the old lady was Mrs. Jones. Uh, Famous from Eight is Enough. Oh, she was in the sitcom Eight is Enough. I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah, she she did a great crazy. Lady I thought role. the two kids, uh, the two teenagers, weren't bad. Robert Bailey Jr. and Spencer Breslin. Yep, uh, they were both good enough to get killed. Frank Collison, all, all famous for his role in Oh Brother Where Frank Art Collison. Thou? Frank Collison was my favorite character in the movie. He really made the movie comedically work. Yeah, for the brief time he was in it. I think that this movie should have been a comedy. Uh, if it if this movie was the B camp comedy that. People have said it is in retrospect. He, then I think he is he the one that justifies that. Yeah, yeah. He, he is the one that he's the one that pushes it towards that because of his fucking ridiculous lines. His ridiculous lines and his love for hot dogs. Yeah, we should talk about Jeremy Strong for a second right before we get to the hot dogs. He is probably the third most famous person now. Really? You think? What's Jeremy Strong? What's he? What's he famous? He's in? a Succession now. Oh, he's in Succession. He is huh? the lead in Succession, the HBO starring show. Zoe Deschanel doesn't even have a, a show anymore. Wow, he was uh, also in The Big Short, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, he's a fucking Lincoln. Man. Wow, yeah. good character actor for him. He gets around. Spencer Breslin on his way up. We still believe in you, Spencer. Sure. You might have stopped acting a while ago, but you know what? We're here for you. We're always got your back. We're here for you. Real Rotten, Spencer, stands. But now it's time for the best quotes. Hey, it's the best lines. And we we talked about it just before. Kyle, play us our favorite quote of the movie, please. For the love of sausage, Kyle, play the tape. We're packing hot dogs for the road. You know, hot dogs get a bad rap. They got a cool shape. They got protein. You like hot dogs, right? Insane. Absolutely, absolutely gold. I can't believe that that's in this movie. Yeah, it's it's a good little it's a good little breath of fresh air. And it air, was definitely you written. You know that M Night wrote that line and was like, "Yes, fuck yes, this We're is really gonna some, like this is crazy this. old man who's obsessed with plants. He's got to talk about hot dogs." Though. It was why he was the best character though, because he was the only one that was really thinking towards survival. Yeah, he like, knew ev- what everybody was going else, on. Everybody else was survive right now, and he was like, he's thinking long term. He was like, I got my hot dogs. We're going to get ready to go. Yeah. But we need mustard. Make sure that make sure my lady gets the mustard. It's funny, though, that his only flaw was that he he, he, had, loved, he loved plants too much. Well, he loved the plants. And so he wouldn't think that they were he, he, he blamed the plants initially. But then he believed everyone else in saying it was a neurotoxin released by terrorists. It's like he didn't want to blame the plants because he loved the plants. Yeah, that was the, I think that was the that was the issue. A bit, bit of a Twilight Zone and twist of irony there. What other what other favorite lines you got there, Nick? Um, back I know to you the, got some honorable yeah. mentions. Back to the opening scene, we got to talk about Jake and Mark talking. Yeah, because this is just weird. It's so weird. If you heard a teacher and a student say this to each other, what what would you think? Kyle, roll the clip. Jake, you don't have an opinion. You're not interested in what happened to the bees. Should be more interested in science, Jake. You know why? Because your face is perfect. The problem is your face is perfect at 15. Now, if you were interested in science, you would know facts like the human nose and ears grow a fraction of an inch each year. So a perfect balance of features now might not look so perfect five years from now. It might look downright whack 10 years from now. Come on, buddy. Take an interest in science. What could be a reason the bees have vanished? an act of nature and will never fully understand it. Nice answer, Jake. He's right. 
I mean, science will come up with some reason to put in the books. But in the end, it'll be just a theory. I mean, we will fail to acknowledge that there are forces at work beyond our understanding. To be a good scientist, you must have a respectful awe for the laws of nature. Jake? How much does the human nose grow each year? It's minuscule, buddy, okay? Don't worry about it. You're gonna be a heartthrob your whole life. I was just messing with you. There you go. That's it? That's it? The finger point. The finger point's where it's at? Right after that, he he points at Mark Wahlberg and is like, oh, hey, thanks, man. I was freaked out for a second there. Hey, man, thanks for having my back. That, whole, sexy. that, that whole interaction was just a weird way to start the movie. Very weird. Very weird introduction to Mark Wahlberg's character and motivation. Yes. First, like you, you come in and he's in front of the classroom, and immediately you're like, he does not look like a teacher. I'm the cool teacher. I'm messing yeah. with you, man. Yeah. He was. Oh, God damn it! Like I think that <laughs> I think that he would be better now that he's now that he's ten years older. I think uh, I think Mark Wahlberg now could really pull off that that biology teacher. But but then Bullshit. this is just this is prior to the to his Oscar run as uh, as Mickey Ward. So uh, did he get nominated? I don't think he got nominated. He, he didn't. He, he got didn't. nominated for a Golden Globe, though, so I guess that matters. Yep. Everybody knows Golden Globe's winning. Uh, just ridiculous. I can't even. I. That that was the point where I realized that M Night wrote a dud script and that we're fucked for the next hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's going this direction. Yeah. That's not good. I'm glad that he didn't have to communicate with many more children after that, though. Because every time he talked to a child that he was supposed to relate to well, he did it very badly. Very, very shittily job. Did you have another uh, another quote you liked, Stephen? Um, when people started committing suicide in the open field and they started hearing gunshots and uh, everyone everyone in Mark Wahlberg's group was screaming and being like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And Mark Wahlberg's reaction is, oh no. Jesus. No. <laughs> like, how is that a normal reaction? <laughs> what is that? And then so he's like, is that a good oh no? A bad oh no? Yeah, a good oh no, bad oh no, good her, lord. Her name was Alma. Can Alma, we talk about that for yeah. a second? Like, what the fuck kind of name Mark is that? Mark Wahlberg's mom's yeah. name. God damn it. I'm sorry, Mark. I'm sorry, Mark. I know you're listening, but but yeah, it was just weird. Dated name for a dated movie. Yeah, the last one I wanted I wanted to play is the, the Marky Mark talking to a tree. Just because that's when it really felt like he was starting to embrace the B movie. He jumped the shark. Yeah. Yeah. He really did. And and then it turned out, you know, be not real, but whatever. It's just it was just weird that it happened. Hello? My name is Elliot Moore. I'm just going to talk in a very positive manner. Giving off good vibes. We're just here to use the bathroom. And then we're just gonna leave. I hope that's okay. Plastic. I'm talking to a plastic plant. I'm still doing it. That was when I realized this this movie's a fucking joke. Everything is a fucking joke. Yeah. And and I accept it a little bit more. This movie did not matter at that point. Yeah. Without question. Do you have any last things to say before we move on? Oh no. No, I don't have anything. Now it's time for the top five. Top five. We're doing top five M night films. Why not? Because he's only got about five of them. Yeah. It it should be fairly simple. Let's all let's start from let's start from the top. Yeah, yeah. What's your number one, Nick? What you what you what you rolling with? My number one's Unbreakable. It has been and will be. Yeah, it's I fucking wrong. love that movie. It's fair. I I can't well, argue against a Sam Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis. Yeah, it's the second best Sam Jackson Bruce Willis movie behind Dial of Vengeance. Pope Friction. Oh um, yeah, okay. It's the third best. <laughs> <laughs> the third best Sam Even Jackson. Even though they're not Bruce the scene together, you know. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll take it. It's really a toss-up for me between that and signs. Um, signs? Yeah, I'll give it to not six cents. No, six cents played out for me real quick. Um, I think I still go six cents at two over signs. 
Even though I do... Number one's signs. Uh, number two's going to be unbreakable. Just because you said that. How about that? Okay, You're fine. not. Yeah, you can't convince me otherwise. Kyle, uh, Kyle, what are your one and two? Fine. Yeah, what's, your, what's you on have, the ones you and have twos two for sec- you, bro? You have two seconds. I have two seconds. Yeah, yeah so uh, one, one is six cents, and then two is unbreakable. So Kyle's horrible. the six cents guy we got in here. Of course. Kyle, is, does that have rewatchability in your eyes? Could you watch unbreakable? that? Unbreakable? Yeah. No. Six cents. Could you cents. watch yeah. that a hundred times? I could. You're You're a fool. I'm not a fool. Yeah, okay, but you're the fool. Yeah, okay. You like signs. <laughs> What's wrong with signs? It's one of his highest rated. Yeah, Kyle does films. hate signs. Why do you? Hate I don't signs? think it's that great. What's your gripe against signs, Kyle? I think it's almost like just as bad as this movie. It's like there's, like oh. it's just people wondering what's happening the entire time. Yeah, because no, signs is signs is actually suspenseful. A little bit. It's scary. <sighs> it scared me. They killed the dog. Everything scares me. I just the the one scariest part is when the alien walks by in the alleyway, and that's uh, <laughs> not when no, that's, that's the one scariest not, part. Not when Mel Gibson. When is I first saw it, I jumped and I was like, oh, not the knife, not the, the knife. knife. Uh, the knife is really scary part. The fucking Rory Culkin getting his hand grabbed in the basement. Come on, lots no. of scary stuff in science. Oh my god! god. All okay. right, whatever. So one science six is, cents, science is my two th- is unbreakable. Signs my three. What's your number two? Oh, signs is your three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Six cents is my two. Okay. Number. Yeah. Number three for me would be six cents. And then okay. So then we got the. Then we, we got four, four and five. Four and five. That's, I actually I have an easy four and five. I think I know my two as well. Okay. Okay. And what? I think it's split in the visit. Split four visit five. Yep. Yeah. I, I'll I'll agree with you on that. I like split split. I like split a lot. But I I gotta say that I did not watch the village. <laughs> you never seen it. I never saw the village. Good for you. Don't watch it. And now it's time for the second to last game. Original soundtrack. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. Just play. It. He doesn't have one. <laughs> Kyle, play an instrumental. I don't have one ready. You have no, an instrumental. No, we're done. No, we're not gonna do it. Come on. We're not gonna do it. Bring it to my way. Come on. It's an M Night movie. Come on. It's okay, 30. You're right. Fine. Fine. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. All right. Let's just pitch it. Let's just, just do it, acapella. Just, just sing it like uh, what's his name does from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like the puppet, the puppet. Gonna hard to <laughs> witness it is going to happen. <laughs> and if I see Van Helsing one more time, I swear I will slay him. And the trees, the trees, the trees, they're all making me suicidal. It's happening. 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 The <laughs> really <laughs> Run. They're okay. They're running in the wind. Yeah. So we're just going to do 15 seconds of that. How about that? We just did it. Yeah. Well, we were, Kyle was talking over us. Great, Kyle. You just fucking blew it. And now it's time for a quick instrumental break. And for that, we're going to do an original soundtrack, 15 seconds of the theme song for The Happening. With the instruments being our voices. Is it gonna happen? It's happening. I think it happened. The fappening. No. No, we're not talking about that. Yeah. All right. Good job. Good job, Nick. Now it's time for our final game. Plus fucking song. We're going to pitch our own M. Night movies. We each have 20 to 30 seconds on the clock. And we are going to do a movie that A, starts out normal. B, gets weird. Three, has a twist. Is that what I said? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Pay Steven, what is your second pitch of the night? <laughs> no, 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 no. Redo that. <laughs> I don't know. Kyle's not, Kyle's not going to take the... Since something, te- some technical difficulties no, happened no, about 20 minutes no, ago. There was no technical <laughs> difficulties, okay? We're moving, we, there was not a single one. Steven, you can start us off, though, with the pitches. There's a, a baggage uh, controller. Um Freshly started in uh, in uh, the the Eastern Bloc of uh, of of Europe. It's a fresh job. Uh, he's he's signed on to to be uh, to take on a logging role, uh, and he's logging a uh, an airplane uh, cargo. It's a black box. He doesn't know if he should take it because it's against protocol. But he's getting paid a lot of money to take to board it on the plane, and he finally agrees to do it. Turns out it's a vampire's coffin. Oh. And it's called the strain because that's where I stole I it from. <laughs> <laughs> Things are starting to get better. 
Okay. Yep. I think I'm ready. There's five women who are uh, exiled from the small town in a northern, western city. And uh, they want revenge on the town. So they take one of the children from the town. And they are going to sacrifice her as the witches that they are. Only they're not witches. They only think that they are. And then when it comes down to the moment to actually kill them, the little girl is the witch is the, the whole witch. time. Bam! What's it called? The old switcheroo? Yeah, it's called Little Witches. <laughs> little Witches. <laughs> it's like Little Women, but Little Witches. Oh, wow. Yep. I had a better movie, but I don't want to pitch it now. Because my movie sucked. It was it was like The Witch? No. It was, it was, it was a little bit better. It has something to do with women on the outskirts of town. Oh, yeah, see. Well, too bad you don't get second chances. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> second, no second chances Those here. That's damn for sure. Technical difficulties. There was no way that there was anything about a werewolf movie pitched earlier. That's for sure. Or an anchorman who could witness victims dying. Yeah, definitely never happened. Cut this part, Kyle. Right? Am I right, Kyle? So, Kyle, who, right. wins, who wins this uh, delectable competition? Yeah, Kyle, who wins? I would watch a Nick's movie. Yeah, oh, Redemption. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. Let's re-rate this movie. Steven, what you got? 18% is what was that? The happening. We're not not our pitches. Actually, I'll start us off. I'm going to go with 10. Solid 10. Yep, solid 10. Nice even number. Based on John Leguizamo's uh, screen time in this movie, which is about six and a half minutes, I'm going to give it six and a half percent. Also, you got 6%. Okay. Uh, don't you round up? Not in the real world. Okay, fine. Uh, my blurb is... If this music was if this movie was a musical, it would still be awful. <laughs> no, my my It'd be blurb, actually worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, my blurb is I wish this I watched this movie outside so that the wind would uh take me to my death. Yeah, that's fair. It's a little bit poetic. But yeah, well, I'll take I it. mean it's a little melodramatic, but yeah. you, know, you know how I am. Yeah, I know. You're in your egg this happening shouldn't have happened. Plain, simple, straight to the point. Is that the end? Yeah. You know it. Yep. Two sentences. <laughs> Kyle, what's your, uh, what's your blurb? Give us three words to describe yeah, this Yeah, you got to give us one now. <laughs> three words. <laughs> three yeah, words. Ready? You... One, two, three, go. Fart. Great. Great. Good job, Kyle. Yeah, he, no, did, he just farted, no, on, he farted on the mic. No, I didn't. Wow. Oh, my God. Now we Cut that part. Yeah, Cut that part. His mind's in the gutter. I'm going to edit this podcast and into, include uh, a fart, <laughs> fart graphic sound effect. Wow. Any, any recommendations? Uh, mine is Vice. I just saw it. Adam McKay. Good movie. Christian Bale. Excellent. Uh, he should win Best Oscar. Good fake what news movie. <laughs> yeah, good fake news movie. Uh, Kyle, do you have any recommendations? Yeah, I do have a recommendation. Uh, the new Netflix Bandersnatch. movie. Bandersnatch. I fucking knew it. Yeah. I wonder why I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> it's like I'm reading your mind. Uh, first interactive movie on a uh, streaming service. Yeah. Re- uh, a revolutionary uh, uh, way of uh, sharing Watch content. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what we forgot to do? What did we forget to do? Rank the deaths. Real quick. Number one. Honorary top five. Number one. Needle in the neck. Needle in the neck, right, to start the movie off right. Number two, John Leguizamo, just because of the emotional connection. Oh, man. He gets in a car accident, and then he slits his wrist. Number That's three, uh, Jared getting shot in the face. Yeah, Jared gets the shot only, in the head. One of the only two murders. Number four, lawnmower guy. Number five, lying guy? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, those are solid deaths. If Honorable you, mention if, to the crazy old lady. Yeah, yeah. Honorable mention to the lady that smashes her head through windows. 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 All right. Kyle, uh, give us three words to describe this movie. Ready? Go. Uh, fart. No second Great. chances. No second chances. He said fart again, so yeah. we're just going to move on. <laughs> wow, you keep farting on the mic. <laughs> it's real, disgusting. Real recommendation for me is a, is a Netflix series also known as uh, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, good scary, good scary. F- Timothy uh, Hutton. Yeah, Timothy Hutton. Oh wow, yeah. I'm surprised yeah, you know about this film. Yeah, already. I knew that. I knew Timothy that. Hutton, Carly Gugino, and uh, Dario Naharis. Oh, from, Carly uh, Gugino, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she's the mama. Yeah. She, she's in my top five uh, older women category. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely in this this uh, in this, this limited too? series too. Yeah, okay. she's great. Well, I have time to check that even though I'm and scared. Then Dar- of it. Yeah, Dario Noharis from Game of Thrones. I forget the actor's name. But, Dario. Um, His name's Dario, basically. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's solid limited series. It scared me. Um, great ratings. Okay, that's on not Rotten a good Twitter. sign for me then. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, uh, tune in. Tune in next time. Next time. Listen in next time. Uh, we you can't I tune think, in. Anything. I think we have we have one more winter episode coming up. We're gonna get wintry with it, and or uh, get lovely with it. With, yeah, with, uh, uh, with our Valentine's uh, special. We're gonna try to bring you three a month for this next year. Yeah, sure, we'll do that. Um, you know how reliable we are. If you have any suggestions or you want to come on the podcast because we're local, tweet us, hit us, gram up. us, Facebook us, at Real Rod, Messenger us, Gmail us. Send a raven. We accept, all, we accept all those payments. Give us a call. My number is 867-5309. There you go. And uh, as we always say, keep it real. And always <laughs> stay rotten. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep, keep rotten things yeah. happening. Apples. Yeah, apples. Do it. Pickles. What was that? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought I was coming from the TV. Did you see me turn? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, it's spooky ending. I like the spooky ending. Halloween, Some films are ripe, some films are rotten We like our potatoes, our gratin You watch a film, but you can't even But here comes Nick and Steve And they break it down, they turn it out And when it was over, you wanted to shout I want my money back that was real rotten Real fucking rotten Yeah.